What up, everyone? Welcome again to the latest episode from my mom's garage. As always, this is your host, Tony, with Nikki. Hello. What up, bro? Not much at all. Not much at all. Not, not that much? Not much? Just another day trying to make a life-changing decision. Not that much. Well, Nick's, Nick's on the journey. Uh, let's, let's put it out there. Nick's on a journey to find a new video game. So... Uh, if anybody has any suggestions, please let us know. Uh, right now, I told him he should try, what was it, Ghost of uh, Tishuman? Yes. But, you know, it's funny. The thing is, is that even though I'm, like, late on a lot of games, I always like to play the newest one. That way, I can find people to talk to about it. Because if I look for older games, I feel like even though people have played it, they kind of over it. They already passed it. So, yeah, this game, that game is a little fairly... New-ish. New-ish. It's came, it came out, I want to say, about eight months ago or less. That's what I'm saying. I, can't, I think it came out like the summer. Uh, when, uh, when did, when did uh, um, uh, uh, what is the Us, whatever? Uh, the Last of Us? Last of Us 2. Came like, out? If it's, br- if it's brand new, I'm more, I'm more than happy to play the old one so I can play the new one. Uh, the Last of Us 2 came out last early last year. Like I'm very linear, linear too. Like I, I, if if a new game is coming out in a series of games, yeah, I will play. But first, I will play the first one. I will play all of them. I, I think I got into um, Uncharted. Uncharted. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, one. I played. I don't know how many iterations they came out with, but I pretty much played all of them. Yeah. So, um, I, I, I think it because it won Game of the Year last year. Oh, Last of Us. Two. Last of Us two. So yes, I think that 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 movie came out last year. That game, sorry, that game came out last year. So I I, I don't I've try, I'm trying to. There's one that I'm I want to get into is um. It's called Detroit Human. I'm trying to put up the name. But it's it, from what I heard, it's it's a really good game. It, it it's I guess it's a your one character. It's almost. It feels like um, until dawn, mm-hmm. but not horror. So it's, I think like you're you're a humanoid and a robot. I said hu- uh, Detroit becoming human. This is an action adventure game, and your decisions throughout the game um, affects if a character dies in the game. So, but the funny thing is like when I somebody told me like you could play like casual so. Probably a few decisions won't co- effectively cause a character in the game to die, mm-hmm. but if you play the like, experience, any little thing could cause it. So you can take few fewer steps will make the 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 character die. Well, is, uh, I, you know, it's funny. I was thinking to myself because one thing that uh, Till Dawn tried to do a little bit was every so often they would add like a like a I guess handheld skill mm-hmm. where you know let's say you'd have to jump across logs, so you it would. You know, it would make sure you time out to make sure you press the buttons correct the time, whatever. It would be interesting if you had like a Batman type game where you're an avatar walking in this world, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's not just your, your decisions, but your your skill set determines the outcome. As far as if, let's say, your girl's getting attacked and you try to step in, you know, so that, that's already one. You stepping in is one opposed to leaving her alone. But if you're not able to fight the guys that attack you, yeah, then that come that that concludes a different outcome. Not necessarily that you die, but like you know that they still attack the girl or 
the girl gets away. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it basically, it still it produces a third outcome, as okay. opposed to just decisions where you it's produce only B. two outcomes. Yeah. Okay. Like you, they, like you know, it's, something it's based Red, on wasn't Red Dawn two like that a little bit? That you're here, like, please help me, and you could interact. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would it would be cool if you had every decision came with an action. So you not only had uh, the two outcomes based on the decision, but you have two outcomes based on action. Okay. So because it's one thing to make the decision. Now it's a question of Are you um, able to executing ex- it. Executing successfully or not. Yeah. Like I'm going to go so shoot, it's, it's like d- shoot this bird or whatever. But yet you wing the bird. So that completely changes everything. So it's like yeah. the bird shits on you later. I don't know. <laughs> the bird you know, then like right in your eye when you're probably driving against action, you know, stuff like that. I don't know. But let's get into some topics. What topics? All right. So the first one is uh, Snake Eyes. It's getting an early uh, VOD access. Yeah, 45 days. I was 25. They moved it from 45 to 25 because how bad the reviews were of the movie. So they're trying to step in front of it. So so that way people that still want to watch it Could, could watch it. Yeah, before so, it dies out, so it kind of it still has it. a little bit of a, a legs. Thing. It has a little bit of legs under it, so they they they're pushing this from from yeah because normally it was forty five days. Now they're doing twenty five. I get the one. action and I get the, the the idea, but it's still a it's kind of reeks of desperation, and that's where it's like I'm gonna watch it, but at the same time I'm like now I'm not as excited. Now yeah. I'm, now I went from I'm going to turn on you know you know turn on my phone. Pop some popcorn, chill, get this, get the sound surround sound working, turn the TV to sit down and watch it. To now, I'm just gonna watch it while your, I edit photos on your phone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna watch it while I edit photos. Yeah, um, but wait, here's yeah. another thing: Are they gonna still do like the 19.99 full price? If they, if they, no, 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 uh, it goes to. I think it's part of uh, Paramount. I think so. It goes to. It was supposed to do 45 days, then go to Paramount. I believe. Oh, okay, I didn't know they were part of. Paramount. I believe because I, I had this discussion with somebody else, and they said there was going to be forty five days, and then you know from Param- and go to Paramount like a Quiet Place too. Yeah, like it was going to be the second movie to do that big transition. Yeah. Um. So so he, that he, is a horrible. You know that's what was it? That's uh, I forgot the other way that we used to say like man that you know it's a bad movie already. Um. But yeah, that's that's not good. That's not good. So here's a, here's a lot of the questions that follow it, and mm. and this is going to be inter is going to go flow through other topics that we're going to get into also. Mm. So will because of this, are studios gonna, and will this follow a trend that if a movie is not successful for a two week period that could withhold forty five days, they're gonna cancel, uh, forward going that twenty five day options. Oh, you mean like if a movie doesn't have a good opening weekend, they just switch it to 25 days? Yeah, if it doesn't have a good legs holding it. Because usually movies, generally, I know that blockbuster movies, they'll, they'll hold their ground in theaters pre, pre-pandemic. Yeah, it was like it was like month, like almost it was like, it was like six, six weeks, six weeks, it's six weeks. I thought it was months. Sometimes. Yeah, it's a month and a half. Oh, wait. So what is a normal? Because, OK, I never realized this, but supposedly the normal uh the normal hold between a movie coming out of the theater and a movie going to a VOD was like 90 days. I didn't realize. I thought it was longer for some reason. I thought it was always like six months or something this like that. This is pre-pandemic or post-pandemic? Pre-pandemic. No, it was longer than that. It was longer than that? Because I thought it was... From what I thought it was, somebody said that the 
previous time frame was always 90 I days. I think it depends. And that's the- why Paramount does 45 days. Yeah, I think. the oh, All right. So some movies that yeah. will do 90 days dependent on how they're doing in the box office. Because okay, so you saying the normal contract is yeah depending I think days. I think it's contingent I'm assuming this is my assumptions I'm my assumptions are that they're they they will move over to VOD with the uh, with the caveat that if if the movie has is already dying out oh oh maybe okay maybe because you oh, have to think about it because I'm thinking okay maybe I maybe I mis misinterpreted. It could have been ninety days after it stopped playing in theaters. That could be it. Yeah, after it ends in okay. theaters. I thought then, it was ninety days after the first night of release. Oh no, because if it's ninety, look at look at um like Endgame. Endgame was number one for like three weeks straight, mm-hmm. and then it stayed in theaters for another three months. Mm-hmm. And, and and that that passed the ninety day mark, and even that it didn't go to VOD or anywhere to probably like five months later or six mm-hmm. six seven months later after it released. I think it was. It was a while to it, after it released in theater and theaters that was on VOD, but so yeah, so I don't know if that's going to be a trend now that some theater some uh, theaters are gonna or production companies are gonna follow. With we're like, all right, if let's see how the numbers are in the first two weeks. If it's if it holds steadily, because now most movies drop off at like their numbers are whatever number, and then it's like X forty percent of that is out by the second third week trickling like every mm. every other week it goes down because not many people are going to theaters because the pandemic is still going so i don't know if they're going to be let's hold it for 45 if it's still doing good or if like you know we're getting a lot of bad reviews and a lot of people are not pushing to go to the theaters one because maybe th- what the reviews and two because of the pandemic let's just put it to vod direct so i don't know if that's going to be uh, uh, a new now, norm? the question is is like do you think that kind of time frame is really motivated by because this is the thing and we had this discussion before our movies movies are always decided on how good it is and you would think again you would think it's based on reviews but it's not like we've seen time and time again where it's mostly just box office numbers so now and that's not even the case anymore but that's what i'm saying but i'm wondering if the movie did so low even based on their own projections that's what they, they could give a care of what people actually are reviewing it as, but they were like, you know, the, the it made so little based on what they had projected that they were like, you know, something just release to 25 days and see if we can, we can get a bump in our, in our streaming views or, yeah. or like our, our, follow, our following in the, on that. True. Because obviously like if it was a epic movie, they'll hold it theaters. So, yeah, so going in directly into that, mm-hmm. Disney announced that Shang-Chi will not go to Disney Plus premium early access. Is for... It's going to go straight to theaters. We didn't we discuss that? Yeah, it's on, but only but for... For 45 days. 45 days, days yeah. Before it goes to, to Disney Plus. But here's the thing. No, but they just announced it. Before there were, like, talks of they might do a split, mm-hmm. but they were, like, they were saying that they commented, I forgot where I read it, it was they quoted that, they're experimenting it as is more like of an experiment because this is the next major uh, dis, uh, Marvel movie before um, before I think yeah is it Eternals or before no before Spider Man 
Because I think it's Spider-Man then Eternals. See, but the only thing is, is that um, or Eternal Spider-Man. It was one of the two, but it's like the the next major movie that is coming out. Um, that's came that's coming out. I get the experiment, but it sucks. Uh, it, like no matter how they spin it, yeah. The court, the time frame, does not look good. And, 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 and as far as aesthetics, it doesn't look good because okay, so. You get you get sued by Scarlett Johansson because you only rele- you release to theater and streaming, and all of a sudden you're like, nah, we're just experimenting. We're only going to release to theater to this one movie, but we're just experimenting. And so yeah. it kind of, regardless of how they spin it, the way it can appear to the to the common person is like, oh well, I guess they were wrong in what they did to Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Regardless if they end up paying or not, they they look like they're in the wrong because they kind of retracted. If they they doubled down and said, you know something, we're going to... And you know something, it could be another reason why she decided to sue after it got released, knowing that that was probably the course of action. Yeah. Saying, well, you know, I know that they're not going to risk it with this movie, so if we sue now and they do that, then, you know, it's going to look, gonna look guilty and we might be able to win a lawsuit. They could double down on that. But, you know what's funny is that, because in the same token, uh, they also released, uh, uh, Disney also released something saying that they're not going to do anything with her anymore. They're not going to work with her anymore. Supposedly, that was, I, I read it, mm-hmm. and then I t- tried to follow up the source, and apparently it's not a reliable source that, I was wondering that, about that, that because reported I'm like, that. So I, I'll take it with the grain of salt, uh, grain of salt because not many other sources that I read or any, any other news outlets ever mentioned that again. Because she, she, she already has another project in the works with this. See, that's what I'm saying is I was thinking about that when I read that. I mean, not just in general, but when she put, when she sued them, I feel like that's more of a, I feel like every party involved was not surprised. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I, it's a good tactic as far as the lawsuit thing, whatever. But at the same time in my head, I'm like, just a, when you first heard that she was going to sue them, in my head, I'm like, you know, regardless of whatever they, they denied her, even if it's like 10 million. Yeah. The future revenue of everything that they would put her through, like every movie, because remember they control most of the big empires in there. So you would think it would be weird that you would bite the hand that feeds you in that way, unless they wanted you to. Yeah, I don't know. It's it sounds weird. weird to say like that, but yeah, I know it does. I was like, this way. No, no, but think about. It. I don't know. Just maybe like they're like they wanted to figure out a way to pay her, but not look. I don't know. It, it, like, and now look there's no. The I process? feel like she wouldn't, especially also. You then you have the guy who runs Marvel. Kind of defending her in that way, so I don't yeah, come fight. He he mentioned that it was wrong of, of Disney and how they, I just feel like conducted the whole thing with her lawsuit. I just feel like she's been in the industry long enough, where she felt that she can do that and not get bad blood. Because I mean, look at look at uh, uh um all these people that you know you uh, um Keanu Reeves um. Um, Brendan Fraser, all these people that 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 supposedly got blackballed because of comment, or, you know, things they've met. They might have. I think Keanu Reeves was because he didn't want to do Speed Two. Yeah, and he got and blackballed. Then he kind of got blackballed. So, like, so it's like movie theater, you know. And then Brendan Fraser was. Uh, oh, he, he in an accusation. Well, not accusation. But supposedly he he uh, he reported broke, he reported somebody's sexual harassment on him. Uh huh. So it was like a like a huge like popular. Scandal. Scandal and uh, executive mm-hmm. for a production so, company, but that's what I'm saying. So it's like, um, and those people suffered for a long time because of that. So I'm like, 
you would think she's in the industry long enough to know. I mean, obviously she did something wrong and they, that she talked about it. Yeah. Like I just feel like she would not do this unless she thought she can. I feel like yeah, she can I, recover from that. Yeah, I think she. I like how you said you mentioned it perfectly. She's been in the industry long enough that I think, and that's the thing that this is one actress mm. that is it's like an eight list actress that have I haven't heard much scandal mm. coming from like things about her. And I feel like the way she's moved, as far as I know, because I don't, I'm, I don't follow her career super close. I just it's more like follow what movie she's in and mm-hmm. surface level like that. But I feel like she maneuvered in a way that she knows how to pick her battles, and this is a battle that she picked. I feel like it's just one that was almost orchestrated to win. Yeah, or at least to I don't know, I don't know. Something about it just didn't seem didn't seem like a. a um, a right, a good. Yeah. So now something, so, some, something just felt orchestrated in the whole. So sequel. yeah. So now with Shang Chi, they're doing. Yeah, which we'll see. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong. The only thing that gets me about it is that they are still going to charge you. I think they're still going to charge you the the premium. I don't know if they're going to do. Pre- I think no. The, I think that's what they. What I from what I read, maybe I'm they're going to do the premium access. Yeah. On top of it, after which the forty five days. I think it's weird. I th- I just feel like you know if you're going to do that. Release it for less than thirty days or something, you know, like because you're gonna make your you're gonna make your your uh, you know for lack of a better word your nut when it comes to the money you probably make in the box yeah. office within the first couple of weeks. So then, why necessarily try to push it to forty five days in a sense? So you could literally just put it for less than thirty days, twenty five days, something like this. 30, <laughs> you know, just thirty. If you know you want thirty days, but to do forty five days, I know it sounds you know trivial for fourteen day, for for an extra fifteen days, but. To do it for 45 days and then have the audacity to be like, okay, but then you have to pay for early access. Not early access. I'm sorry. Early access is only 20. Disney's premium, access premium thing, 30. premium access is like 30 to 40 or something like that. Yeah, 30 bucks. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know if... It's going to be weird if they charge, basically charge people after for, for that much time. Yeah. So and in more theater news, mm-hmm. uh, this is mostly all the theater news on, on the topics today, is that uh, Venom... Let there be carnage is being delayed by four weeks, almost a month. So it's supposed to come on September, I think it was twenty fifth, and now it's coming out October seventeenth. So they're trying to do a Halloween movie. I don't know if they're trying to do a Halloween movie, but it it they were saying that um they are do delaying it again, I guess through the code because the the rising COVID numbers. And also, the funny thing is that it's going to share the Halloween Kills date, too. It's sharing that date with Halloween Kills. So it's going to be a battle of... So, wait. You're going you're gonna to go up against a Halloween movie during, during October. Oh, during the Halloween season. For basically, you know, the, uh, the odd couple with, with Venom. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna, <laughs> I don't see that going well for them. It'll, Sorry, it would. I think it would do decent. I don't know if it's gonna pull mm. as much numbers as Halloween. Honestly, the thing is, is that these delays don't. I don't think it helps anybody because all you're doing is you're you're kind of watering down the hype. Yeah, because that's all. I mean, movies in a sense, that's what they have. You know, they you release that. a trailer, you release a teaser, people freak out. A couple of months later, like you know, whatever you release a full on trailer, that people go nuts, and then you want to make sure that your timetable is almost like. You know, whatever your timetable from when you release the teaser 
has to be like half that time once you after you release the trailer so that you can you can ride that hype all the way to yeah. the box office. So the fact that all the hype was created what a year ago, whatever, or however long it was supposed to be out. Yeah, last year. Yeah, you pretty much just water out the hype. I mean, who did, who did it? We were talking about the new ones. What the was next the, one. What was the other movie that the the Fox did? Mm. Uh, uh, what the water down? No, the the they delayed it for so long. It was the X Men one. I'm trying to remember the name. Oh, uh, uh, new new mutants. The new mutants. That's one perfect example. Even though the movie wasn't that great. No, the movie wasn't that great, but it could have definitely rid off the, the, the hype of yeah. an excellent movie from the get-go. But the thing is, it kept on getting rele- uh, getting pushed back and then pushed back. And this is, I think it was getting pushed back before the pandemic. Yeah, I remember. So, I mean, it's to the point where all the... And the thing is, you make them... They all, you have the audacity to make a movie about a bunch of basically high school, college kids. And then yeah. you want to <laughs> release it, you know, three years later and then wonder why they don't look the same. Yeah. <laughs> By doing that, by the time they're doing that press junkie, like so, imagine, imagine doing High School Musical, but by the time you do the press junkie, everybody in the freaking cast is like married with three kids. Yeah, it's like <laughs> that's funny. Um, Next yeah. on the docket, let's see. Well, this is quick. It was uh, Emma Stone has officially uh, signed on another contract to do Cruella two for Disney. I feel like I already I don't think knew I, that. Like I feel like the minute I saw the first one, I was like, yeah, they're gonna definitely do a sequel. Or they hadn't mentioned it; they talked about it. They talked about it, but I don't know if they were ever. Com- there were a lot of speculations, but never nothing com- confirmed. And for some reason, I know it's gonna be good, but I I was well, hoping that we're not gonna make it. Here's the problem that I have with it, and I told you right, I think that the last time, I think it's gonna be good too. I just wish it wasn't. I wasn't a well-known character. Yeah. Because the problem that you have is it's almost like you're turning all the villains into, you know, anti-heroes. anti-heroes. But then you're creating completely different storylines ba- than, than what we know about them. So it's like they're not really the same characters at all. They just have the similar name. Yeah. Because then they did that with um, um, they did that with uh, the uh, wiki, no, uh, the what's the other one. Sorry, I'm like, I hate with the name thing. The one with Angelina Jolie. Man of, um Maleficent. Maleficent, yes. That completely changed from what the original story structure was and storyline. So it's fine that they did that. You just call it a reimagining, but then you start doing sequels based on the same name as the original character. You're just yeah. you're not really doing the original character. You're just doing a completely different thing. Yeah. I don't know. I just I hate that because basically you're just you're trying to do a new story but ride the coattails of something everybody knows. And I yeah, just using the name. Exactly. So it's not re- like you know at that point you don't even, you're not even really doing a reimagined reboot. You're just like you said, just doing a new a new thing with some with an old name. And you know, it's one that's coming out also mm. with Josh Rad and Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. Yep. Shrunk. It's a it's gonna be a legacy sequel to Honey I Shrunk the Kids. He's okay. come, so he's gonna come back the in same. My head, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what can they do because. So it's gonna be jo- uh, Rick Moranis. Is gonna come, they're gonna reprise. Their, he's gonna reprise his role. Yeah. Rick Moranis, but this time Josh Rad is his son, his older son. I guess. I guess he might have kids. I don't know how it's gonna play along, but as they haven't released any details, but they, I know Josh Rad confirmed that they're making Shrunk. And hopefully they're gonna start filming next year. Josh Rad, though. Josh Rad. They, you know, they had the same. Josh Gad. Like sorry, Josh Gad. But they had the same I said kid. Rad, my bad. 
that the same kid play his son in all three movies, no? Yeah. So it's and whoever I mean, like the person you just mentioned, doesn't look anything like those like that guy. Maybe it could be the youngest son, or maybe because it's been thirty years. The curly haired one that got that got blown up. I think so. The one that the baby. The one that looks like a a cherub. The baby. Yeah, the baby looked like a cherub. Yeah. It could and be him. They could use him. <laughs> so as long as they give him a, a blonde curly wig, <laughs> um, I don't know. I just wonder, like, honey, I uh, well now no, it's, it's called it's gonna be called Shrunk. It's a reboot sequel. No, you know it's funny if they're gonna don't get me wrong. I I like Honey and Shrunk kids, but you know I think they even did a TV show based on that. Yeah, I think so. if I'm gonna if I'm gonna watch a Rick Moranis reboot of some sort. It's, it would be Shop of Horrors. Oh yeah, Little Shop, Shop of Horrors. Yes. Oh, def- I was watching it last week, and they got jo- uh, Joe Johnston. Who's that? He is the director behind uh, Rocketeer, Jumanji, and the original uh, Honey and Shrunk the Kids. I give him credit on the second two, but the first one, I don't know. The Rocketeer. Like, you know, it's funny. That shit was entertaining. That shit was fun. <sighs> It was find, cheesy. It was cheesy as hell, but it was fun. I put it at that le- the same level as uh, um, the one with uh, Alec Baldwin, where he was like the Phantom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then also the other one with uh, uh, Zay- uh, um, okay. no, what was his name? Um, darn it, the one from. Just tell me. I'm good with movie. his last name was Z. Uh, um, Z. Yes. Billy Zane. Billy Zane as the Phantom. Yeah. Right? Billy Zane has the Phantom. Alec Baldwin has the Ghost or something like that. What was it? Yeah. And then they, they're all the same level. I mean, obviously, they're all, like, uh, iterations of, like, old radio shows. But at the same time, they're all kind of just old cheesy. Like, Dick Tracy was completely different than all that. Like, even though it's kind of similar structure, it was completely yeah. different. But all those movies felt like that. Like, just very, it's kind of like, I don't know. Something about it was just... Like Indiana, want to be Indiana Jones, but on a very low level. Yeah, like very polished level. I don't know. What's <laughs> funny. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I like the Rocketeer. I don't know. I you thought Rocketeer was good? I thought it was all right. Like, do you think you would watch it now and be still entertained? I don't know. I just remember when I was younger when it came out. I watched like three or four times back to back because yeah. I had so much fun. Because I think I was like, oh, I want to have a, a rocket jack pack to ride around. That's all. That's the only thing that amazed me when that movie came out for me, but yeah, he he they they got Josh. Uh, sorry, Joe Johnston. To, you something to, funny. I would like to see. I don't know. My my thought, my mind is crazy. With this, I would like to see a rocketeer style movie, but instead of him being a rocketeer, he is um, he is uh, uh from remember Ducktales, the superhero that had the oh, robot suit. Um. <laughs> what the fuck was his name? You can look, look it up, but yeah, like he's like that. Like he is like a pilot that gets this weird kind of robotic suit, and this becomes like some kind of a superhero. But like that old timey thing. Yeah, uh, Gizmo, uh, Gizmo Duck. <laughs> yeah, Gizmo Duck. So Rocketeer star movie, but the instead Gizmo. of a Rocketeer, it's Gizmo it's, Duck. It's, he becomes well, he becomes a Gizmo. Type character as opposed to just duck, obviously. That yeah, that was like the shit. The outfit, 
<laughs> my thing is like, where does his legs go? I know because it, it goes into it's a, like pointed into the little springs, I guess. Yeah, like, into the spring, but then it just like curves into the tire. I'm like, and the guy's tall too. I remember the character; he was like yeah. the tallest one. I'm like, how does he fit in there? I'm like, does he just bend at the knees? That's, like, how, that's how you know it wasn't human because he yeah. was like he had no legs. Yeah, I'm like, was he an amputee that they just <laughs> never showed? No, it was a uh, <laughs> uh, launch pad, launch pad, yeah. quack. Yeah, lunch pad quack, but I remember he was had long pants. So I'm like, maybe it was an amputee that they just. There was one episode I think where the suit was like going to, like going to crap. Yeah, and then you saw his legs popping out those springs that that kind of connect in the middle, yeah. but instead of his feet going into the tire, he's like, it almost looks like a, a like his his feet are sitting on the side of the the tire like a unicycle. Yeah, so it's like I guess that's where his legs go. Like, <laughs> like his legs go where the spring goes. Um, no, yeah, so that's my idea. But um, no, let's see how that movie comes out. I, I'm kind of just hating on the the Rocketeer just because I can't really remember it, but I don't really remember like. But just go off of Jumanji and. Well, Jumanji was excellent, and I, and, I mean, and, and the the original Honey I Shrunk the Kids. He's he's directing that. Song. I don't have a problem with the. I mean, the sequels were okay. Part two, part two was good. Part three. Part three. Part I blew two. up the kids. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the one where the baby blew up. The baby blew up and they went to Vegas. And, yeah. That and it was, wasn't, I don't think the father was even involved. It was the son that had to deal with it. Yeah. The dad was, I think he was on vacation or something. Yeah, the son was trying to get with that girl. So yeah. he ended up doing that to his brother. But what was two? Two was. His, uh, honey, I shrunk the kids again. This is when they got shrunk and the kids were still full size. Oh, wait. I don't remember that too well. I don't think I like this then. I like the, the first one was the best one. Yeah, because I thought the, the second one was that one. It was Honey, I Shrunk. No, I shrunk, I shrunk the Well, kids if again. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids again, it's not. But I think he shrunk himself too with them. He didn't? I, for some reason, I thought he got shrunk. I can't remember what the storyline was, but because I know the whole adventure in the first one was their backyard. Yeah, and they had the ant. And they had uh, the neighbors. Uh, kids. Yeah, that they were like, it was weird. Um, In this one, I think they were in the attic, no? Maybe. I'm gonna the second one, yeah, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna look into, it. but um, yeah. So that's that. That's always interesting movies. But I'm I'm I, I would like movies with that kind of like wholesome fun with it. Yeah, but I don't know why Disney kind of is the one that it, like kind of in charge of that, and their movies always feel like now when they try to make movies like that, it still kind of feels like I'm watching uh, stuff like you know High School Musical. Okay, like it still kind of has that that cheesy cheesy vibe to it, like. CW, not CWS so much, but yeah, a little bit cheese. Yeah, little much, too a little, much cheese. A little too ma- much cheese mozzarella. Too, too much cheese and too much shine. Like too they, polished. Yes, that's get, what it is. They get too pretty people. Yeah, they get very polished. Like, they don't even look for really like good kid actors. They just look for like, wow, you look like a little model. Let's get you. Yeah, something something a little bit attractive on. The or screen. they get somebody so weirdly quirky that it kind of throws you off from the movie. But I hope Rick Maris is back. I, I'm, I'm. No, I'm happy. I, I hope I, he does this one, and, and I hope he does a cameo in, in the Ghostbuster Legacy. I, I would love to see that. You, well, well, I mean, I wonder if there's gonna be any, because it's weird in the in the 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 Ghostbuster kind of the the reimagining. All of them almost played a cameo, right? Except for the one that passed away. Uh, yes. So it would be weird if they did this one and not one cameo. Yeah. Because obviously, you know, but this is again referencing the one, one of the the actors, one of the main actors that passed away. Yeah. 
Oh, uh, Rickman. Who, hmm? Right? That's one the one that played Rickman passed away? I think so. Yeah. No, uh, uh um Spengler. Oh Spengler. Oh, yeah. So but who would you like to see aside for because obviously well actually it would be interesting if he came back only because he was one of the if they bring back the uh the gate what is it? The the gatekeeper and the the characters that, that they fought in the first one? Oh, the marshmallow man? No, 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 no. You remember that uh, oh. Rick Moranis was, was the guy in the hotel across from uh, Sigourney Weaver? Yes. And um, he was taken over by one of the, the demonic spirits. Oh, my God. I'm trying to remember the name. Hold on. I'm trying to look it up at the same time. But um, but who would you like to see? As, as Let's say like, hope, that would actually be a huge... Uh, bigger than almost anybody. I don't know why, because he's such a he's a person who hasn't been in the movies like in such a long time. But who else would you like to see as a cameo? If yeah. you can see any of the three three still remaining uh, Ghostbusters, who would you like to see? Who would you like to see come and save the day? Oh, Bill Murray, hands down, <laughs> hands down, Bill Murray. Not Dan Aykroyd. Not Dan Aykroyd. Bill Murray. Bill Murray is a fucking man. <laughs> That's that's I'll leave it there. Dan Dan Erko could be second, but Bill Murray it would right. definitely be a Bill Murray. Annie Potts, right? That was a that was the uh, assistant. Yeah, that's the one that ended up hooking up with Rick Moranis. Yeah, but I'm just wondering. I'm just trying to remember what what his uh, what the, go, the 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 demon that took his body was named. Because one I know one of them was like a gate the gatekeeper, and then the other one was the the key master. I think that's what it was. The gatekeeper, and they're like, we should do a Ghostbusters uh, name. What? Just watch all three movies. You know, in fact, I just watched the first one. <laughs> Two wasn't bad. That that painting is still infamous. Yeah, true. Would you write? Would you hang it up in your baby's in your baby's room? Hell yeah, I would. <laughs> You're just evil. <laughs> all right. So lastly, uh huh. Uh, it was leaked of um, Moon Knight's costume was fully leaked on a set from the Disney Plus series. So I saw, I feel like I saw more memes than I saw the actual outfit. So I'm just like looking at it. I'm like, it feels like it's a, like somebody took a costume from another movie and add the details to make him look like that. Yeah. Like, is it me or that feels like. It's the character from, uh, from Adam, uh, from, um, why am I blanking right now? I hate when I blank. Um, the Marvel movie, Ant-Man. Ant-Man and the Wasp? Yes, the, the ghost. Yes. I feel like it's somebody took that and photoshopped it. Yeah, or they, it's, you know what, it, it looks close to it, but it feels like they, they gave it to like a 10-year-old, be like, recreate this drawing <laughs> and let me give it to you. It looks badass. It looks very like... It looks it looks very textured. Yes, but the thing is, um, I don't know how practical it's gonna be. Because mm-hmm. you get me, they'll they'll put the suit on, but I don't know if they're gonna CGI more things on it to to give it a more flair to it mm-hmm. on the outfit. But that's the overall look that they're going with. I wonder how they're gonna justify. Because I I feel like you know, especially now, the costumes have to kind of be justified a little bit. Like, um, for example, in Suicide Squad, Rick Flagg was in full military gear. And to get his signature ye- yellow shirt, he was given it to by the Rebels, right? Yeah. So that's how he was able to do that. That's kind of justified. Because he's not going to just go out to the war wearing his yellow shirt. 
So, in this case, I mean, I had him like, it's a pure white outfit, right? Mm-hmm. So, especially somebody who basically uh, fights at night, whatever, how is pure white going to be? Because <laughs> it's obviously it's not stealth. Yeah. It's not stealthy. It's because he's going to be like, yo, I don't give a fuck. You see me? I got you. I guess. But you're going to catch at least, Daredevil, at least Daredevil <laughs> justified his outfit because, you know, he wanted to scare people by saying he's the devil. Yeah. But I don't know. Moonlight is I, not necessarily I, like a, like he's not representing any kind of creature. Yeah, somebody said that they felt they that some I, for, I forget where I, I heard it. I kind of feel like he looks like the, the outfit. He kind of looks like the antithesis of Spawn. Like yo, oh my god, that's what just somebody saying. says. So, like he just like Spawn so, dipped in white. Somebody somebody stole the outfit from the nineteen eighty six movie <laughs> from Spawn and just painted it white and just took off the horns. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Like, it just looks vascular on the outside for a suit. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Let's, I mean, I'm just hating it's on Oscar it. It's Oscar Isaac, so it's gonna be, I think he's going to be amazing in it. So let's let's look out know, for let's that. Let's give him the credit. Let's see what he comes out with. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episodes from my mom's garage. As always, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at From My Mom's Garage or email us at fmmgpodcast at gmail.com. As always, tell a friend, send a friend, and bring a friend. See you next week. <laughs>